Well, good morning, good morning, good morning. Time for another Power Hour here on the planet, your online home for 90s and 2000s rock. Coming to you first and foremost on my online station. You can, uh, if you don't have the app, download the app, App Store, Google Play, search, listen to the planet. That's how you're going to get some bomb-ass 90s and 2000s rock. <laughs> you can also go to listen to listentotheplanet.com, iHeart, uh, tune in radio, search, listen to the planet there, and we're on Alexa. Or Alexa got to enable the planet online skill. Then you say, Alexa, play the planet online. Boom, and you're there. Also, coming to you live this morning on social media, my Chris Logan page, also my Listen to the Planet page, and inside the Chris Logan in the Morning Facebook group. What is the Power Hour about? Well, it's part of my morning show on the planet, and it's one hour of talk where we look at the daily headlines and stories. Today is Tuesday, March 28th. Today is 328 day. I saw a couple people share this. Must we never forget the time when Atlanta, look, here it is, had a 28 to 3 lead over New England in the Super Bowl. With 2.12 left to go in the third quarter, and they lost. Damn dirty birds. <laughs> but today is 3.28 day. How do you lose that? Like, is Las Vegas in on it that much that you, you lose a 28-3 lead? But the great thing is about that, we can laugh at it, and the Falcons lost. If you're a Falcons fan, uh, my apologies. Um, this morning, going to get into a few things. The school shooting in Nashville. Um, Youngsville Councilwoman Kayla Rayo caught on video after a crash. Something that happened, I think it was like last November. Also, a Sunset man arrested for the largest fentanyl drug bust in St. Landry Parish history. Dude broke history selling fentanyl. Got a couple uh-uh stories today. And this is kind of like, you know, a story had my attention. A, a guy stole $199 from the Dollar Tree in Lafayette. I'm thinking, how did this dude walk out the door with $199 of stuff from the Dollar Tree? But, but I'll explain. And also, two men allegedly steal $3,500 worth of oil from a Chick-fil-A in Lafayette. What is going on? Someone invented a shoe that you can wear backwards, and that thing is ugly. That's coming up in minutes. There's no way. There's no way I'd put that on my foot or, or feet. But the minute I'd put one on my foot, I'd, I'd want to I'd take, take it off. Very weird, very strange, but whatever. I'll, I'll show you coming up. Also, some plans for the abandoned Six Flags in New Orleans. Could that be uh, rejuvenated and revived again? Saints expected to hire a former player. 11 changes airlines should make, according to AI. Also, a guy used a tracking device to find his lost luggage. Is that the way of the future? Cargo's airborne after hits a tire in Los Angeles. Also, the most and least stressed out states. We might get to that. At what age do you feel like you're a real adult? Ripley's Believe It or Not, now in negotiations to purchase our friend Cocaine Bear. Have you watched it yet? Uh, it was on Amazon Prime not long after it was released in theaters. 
Uh, Major League Baseball opening day this week. And tickets are pricey. Also, how far would you travel to support your favorite team? Uh, There's supposed to be a rock resurgence or a resurgence of guitars, and it's going to be ushered in by you too. So we'll get to that coming up. But yesterday, you know, saw this news, what, mid-late morning? Another school shooting at a private Christian school in Nashville. Six people were killed, including three nine-year-old kids. The shooter, 28 years old, was a former student. It was at the Covenant School, a few miles south of downtown Nashville. Christian school that does pre-K through sixth grade. Some updates. The shooter, 28-year-old Audrey Hale, a former student who may have been transgender. This story says may have been. Looks like Audrey is transgender. Uh, transgender. There's some reports saying that. Uh, initial reports called it uh, or her female shooter. But Audrey Hale was using he, him pronouns online and sometimes used the name Aiden. Police say they found a manifesto and a detailed map of the school. I, I don't think there was a possible motive as of yet or an official one that was released. But investigators are saying that the shooter may have resented being forced to go to school there. Not a reason to go in and open fire there, but um, Audrey Hale had no criminal history, described as a normal, nice person, maybe a little quiet. Someone called 911 at 10.13 a.m. By 10.27, it was over. Police found Hale on the second floor. Two cops exchanged gunfire and ended it there. She had two AR-style assault weapons and a handgun. And according to this story, two of the guns were purchased legally. Three nine-year-olds and three staff members were killed. Kids, Evelyn Dykehouse, William Kenny, and Haley Scruggs. Haley's dad, the senior pastor at the school's church. Three adults, 61-year-old Cynthia Peake, a substitute teacher. 61-year-old Mike Hill, a custodian, and 60-year-old Catherine Kuntz, who was the head of the school. The shooter entered the school through a side door that was unlocked. Uh, Sorry, that was locked. Police said the door was shot open. They released some security footage last night. They also said that when police showed up, Hale fired at them from a second-floor window. And then, uh, from what I was kind of reading, too, it was, Fox News may have reported uh, there was an unlocked door, but there's other stories that say she got in through a locked door. President Biden made a statement about it, calling it sick, heartbreaking, the family's worst nightmare. Not before talking about chocolate chip ice cream? I mean, did did you see that? 
I don't know if the dude didn't realize the cameras were on and he was live, but uh, he was like, I'm, I'm Joe Biden, Dr. Joe Biden's husband. And then he goes in talking about, and, th- and this was, you know, there were, there were major networks going into this that he was going to make a statement about the shooting. And he goes in about chocolate chip ice cream. That's the only reason why he came down there was because they were serving chocolate chip ice cream. And then he said that I have a refrigerator full of chocolate chip ice cream. I'm not joking. And then he went in to to like call on uh, some kids that were towards the back of there, wondering who the kids were for. And while they were there, it was was very weird. I saw just a little clip from Fox News yesterday, and like it got so weird that they cut away from it. They went to it thinking that he was going to say something about the shooting, and then they got away from it and and then went back to it. But it was very strange, man. Like, dude, you don't know the camera's on? And and uh, John says, what happens when you put ice cream in the refrigerator? I thought about that, too. I mean, obviously, you want your ice cream in the freezer, not in the refrigerator. And then so this, watch, if you're, if you're watching this morning, I'll share it on the screen. Not going to watch you know, all the security footage, but they do have some some pictures. You can see the vehicle getting there. Um, and you can see the doors being shot up. Got a picture of the school. The you know doors open. There's a picture of the rifle allegedly used. See, and, and uh, if you look at it, there's the name Aiden kind of painted on, on the side here. But you see uh, her going through, like, the office. I guess, I guess that's a bulletproof vest that she has on, right? We're just walking through the, the school. And uh, here's a picture just of her normally. Like, the way, the way she looks walking through, she got you know, some tennis shoes on. Looks like some sort of camouflage pants. White shirt, backwards red cap, and uh, it looks like a a bulletproof vest. Kind of like, I hate to joke around, kind of looks like Fred Durst, kind of, sort of. But, man, still, sad situation. Also, um, watch this story here. Kind of broke yesterday. This is from kpel965.com. Youngsville Councilwoman issues statement as police body camera videos a crash that happened in Sugar Mill Pond. So the accident, the crash happened in November of 2022. And, and I, you know, you think sometimes, like this happened in November of 2022. So that was what, like four or five months ago. How does it come to light? Like, did she upset someone and someone knew or someone found this footage? Like, how, how, how does it come, come out after, after months? But according to advocate reporter Megan Wyatt, Rayo crashed into an SUV that was parked in Sugar Mill Pond back on November 12, 2022. The impact was reportedly so loud that it woke the owner of the vehicle, Sherry Guidry, who was in Youngsville to visit a friend who had just moved into the Youngsville neighborhood. Now, the homes are so close to the street and each other, probably woke up multiple 
multiple neighbors. But according to the video, uh, one set of neighbors got out, the person who owned the vehicle. The Advocate article detailed Rayo's dismissive exchange with Youngsville police officers and noted she was able to leave the scene with no citation or sobriety test, despite police chief Ricky Boudreaux personally arriving on the scene. In the wake of the public backlash, Councilwoman Rayo issued a statement in response to the incident via her official Facebook page. She apologized for her uncharacteristic behavior, which she says was a result of the concussion she sustained during the crash. Rayo admitted that the crash was a result of distracted driving and said she accepts full responsibility for her actions. This is what she says, quote, as are, are part of it. As an elected official, I would never ask for special treatment because I am not above the law. I understand the importance of accountability and transparency in all aspects of public service. I will continue to cooperate fully with the authorities and accept any consequences that may arise from my actions. Uh, there was a full statement on her page. She said she hopes to make amends with the police department and remain committed to serving the people of Youngsville. Not going to really go into the uh, full video because it's like, I don't know. There's one that's like 15 minutes. There's one that's that's like 19 minutes. But this is uh, a little bit of the video. Hello. Hi. What happened? We're sleeping. Well, we don't know. I was just inside asleep. Somebody's <laughs> in the car. Yeah, look how close those houses are. And I, there, there's a girl in there, I don't think I can live like that, man. I need some grass to cut. 15, yeah, you can't even walk past through uh walking between those houses. This is this is where it comes up to the window with uh Hello. With, with the councilwoman. What's going on? You wanna shut the car off for me? You need an ambulance? No, oh god no. <laughs> I'm just concussed. What happened? I was driving here and then I was on the phone with my daughter. Right, I just came back from Alabama from visiting the college and I don't even know. You've been drinking? No. Yes. Huh? Possibly. No, yes, possibly. But friends, what did we learn? Right? If you listen to Dr. Tishner's. Dr. Tishner's. It's a yes or no question. No. No? Yes, no, possibly, okay. no. Who's your license? Your registration and insurance. Is that is this is y'all's car? Yeah. Can I get registration and insurance? No. Yeah. I got it. Yes, no, possibly, but I, I have been using Dr. Tishner's. Many people know that I have been using Dr. Tishner's from my pastor to my pharmacist, my doctor. See, I have it all down, but I'm not condoning drinking and driving at all. Don't do it. Vehicle one, which, by the way, is that's from the video of former Senator Albert Guillory. If you do, if you do not remember watching that here inside the power out, this is a little bit like like I said, it's about a minute and a half of it. We're not going to get into all of it. You can check it out. It is on um, YouTube. You can you can watch it on KPL965.com. I think that you know the full video is on the Advocates YouTube page. If you want to check it out. But I saw that story this morning. I'm like, uh-oh.
Also, a sunset man arrested for the largest fentanyl drug bust in St. Landry Parish history. Looks like, I don't have a picture of it, but it looks like it was in a, a Dollar General bag, too. Benjamin I. Pittman Sr., 43, arrested for possession with intent to distribute fentanyl. Uh, and a bunch of other things as well. St. Landry Parish Sheriff's Office Narcotics Enforcement Team have been conducting numerous hours of surveillance, including undercover investigated tools and tips from the general public to confirm the manufacturing and distribution of suspected fentanyl, marijuana, pill manufacturing, and distribution. During the execution of the search warrant, narcotics detectives located a major pill manufacturing facility and distribution hub inside the residence, which contained different pill presses and mixers for illegal manufacturing of pills. Damn, it, it, I got a picture of it here. I didn't, I didn't pull it up on the screen, but detectives also located four guns, $18,000 in U.S. paper currency which will soon not be worth much if China gets their way and we move to the, the what is it, how they call it, the yuan. Have you seen some of that? Imagine losing the dollar. Like, like the dollar is not the money that the world uses and trades on, all that. Imagine losing that. I need to read more into that, but there, there's, there's a lot of talk about that too. But that's not what we're talking about right now. Uh, I mean, they had crack cocaine, marijuana, Xanax, hydrocodone, different types of pills, cutting agents, an approximate count of the assorted pills, 1,875. When a, once the search warrant and the investigation were complete, Benjamin Pittman was advised he was under arrest. Mr. Pittman was transported and booked into the, to the St. Landry Parish Jail, according to Chevy Bobby Geet, Sheriff. Blah. Sheriff Bobby Guidros. So largest fentanyl bust in, in the history of St. Landry Parish happened in Sunset. Thanks for taking that dude off the street. Uh, got a couple uh-uh stories. Man, and there's this one. I, I think I saw this yesterday. Two men allegedly steal $3,500 worth of oil from a Lafayette Chick-fil-A. They, they were in a big truck, like a big pump truck, too. Lafayette Police Department and Lafayette Crime Stoppers are asking for help in reference to a theft. Around 9 p.m. on March 8th, a white unmarked pump truck entered the parking lot of Chick-fil-A at the corner of Collie Saloon and Meadow Farm Road before backing into the stall, holding the oil storage container, according to Crime Stoppers. Shortly after, two men exited the truck and allegedly pumped out $3,500 worth of oil from the container. How do you flip oil, man? Crime Stoppers said the truck then fled the scene in an unknown direction. Anyone with details, contact Crime Stoppers at 232-TIPS. So they got to the story. But, dude, I mean, it was 9 o'clock, and, and I see a couple pictures from cameras, and it looked like Chick-fil-A was still open. Chick-fil-A's still open at, at 9 o'clock, right? So these two men allegedly did this while Chick-fil-A was still open. The gall. 
And then they hook up to the truck, pump out $3,500 worth of oil, and leave. Where do you go from there? Do you go shop it like at different other restaurants? Hey, man, look, I got some oil. Give it to you at a great deal. How dirty are your fryers? Very, not very. Do you need some more oil? I can pump it right quick. Good deal, too. You know, maybe like 50 cents on the dollar. <laughs> how do you flip oil? And then how do you how do you steal oil from a fast food restaurant while they're still open? Also, this one, too. Suspect allegedly steals $199 from the register at Lafayette Dollar Tree. When I first saw it, I thought this guy stole $199 worth of stuff at Dollar Tree. And I'm thinking, what, what did he get? You know, maybe he got a jam box. You know, like, what can you get at Dollar Tree that you could walk out with for the $199? I mean, things are expensive these days. They're more expensive now than they have been before. Maybe a couple of HDMI cables. You'd have to go to the electronics department to walk out with $199 of stuff from Dollar Tree. But he took $199 from the register and $199.54 to be exact. Why he took $0.54, cents, I don't know. Maybe he knew that he could get off. Oh, with the lighter sentence, stealing under $200, I don't know. I'm, I'm not a thief, so I don't, I, don't, I don't know these things. But he took it from the Dollar Tree at 2001 Northwest Evangeline Thruway in Lafayette. Thought there was a little more to the story, but they got me on the clickbait. They just have a picture of the dude. Um, he looks like he got some red vans on. Uh, some black pants, got a white wife beater. And he has a uh, nice cigarette tucked behind his ear. $199.54. Mean to tell me, dude, grab some change? <laughs> I mean, just go for the dollar. I mean, if you're going to do this, which I'm not saying you should, I mean, just go for the dollars, dude. 54 cents. What are you going to do with that? Can't even buy. Remember that back in the day, we could buy a, a Coke. We could buy a, a soda, whatever you call it, cold drinks, a soft drink, whatever you want to call it. I don't know what you call it. I would, I would call everything Coke. Want a Coke? Yep. Bring somebody a Dr. Pepper. I thought you said a Coke. Nah, dude, it's just, it's all Coke. But back in the day, you could take two quarters and get a nice cold drink from the vending machine. Nowadays, you can't. You need to swipe your debit card because what's a, a cold drink in a vending machine now? What, $1.50? Dude stole $199.54. <laughs> Maybe he owed somebody that money. I don't know. Also, someone invented a shoe that you can wear backwards. And, dude, that thing is ugly. Ugly. You pull up a picture for it. Or, or of it. Here it is. And it, it looks like you would, you would think it would look in a way. If that makes sense, there's, it just looks like two shoes that are put together. So there's one part of the shoe. It, it looks like someone took two shoes, cut them in half, sewed them together, and then took one side of the shoe and just cut the heel part of it out to where it almost looks like a slip-on. 
So if you just want to slip it on real quick, you can. But the front of the shoe looks like the back of a regular shoe. And then I guess if you'd put it the other way, which it might look cooler the other way, where you would put your foot in there like a normal shoe, and then your toes would come out the end and, and your toes would be exposed kind of like a sandal. But if you're watching this morning, you look you can look at it. Why? 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 Maybe. Like if you're looking to slip your shoe on real quick, go outside, check the mail, get the get the trash can, then you could put it on the slip-on way. But if you're going out on the town, you know, maybe you got a date, you put it on the right way and you and you tie the shoes. But it's put on or it's made by the company Mischief, M-S-C-H-F. Let's see how much these bad boys cost. If I had to guess, probably over $200. Maybe the guy that stole $199.54 wanted to go buy him a pair of these shoes. And he only had 46 cents on him, so he stole $199.54. They're called the BWD shoe. Imagine seeing somebody walking down the street with that, especially walking with his or with, with your foot in the slip-on side, and that way you would see the back of the shoe the other way. Let's see. Um, so, oh, and this is the same company that made those big red boots, those cartoon boots, the olive oil boots that I called them, make you look like a cartoon character. I guess they just specialize in weird stuff. But the new backward shoes will cost $135 and hits Mischief's website on April 11th. Nope. Not for me. Might be for you, but not for me. Also, this morning, it looks like there are some plans, finally. And I know a lot of, there's been a lot of talk about this for many, many years that the abandoned Six Flags site will be turned into something. And a lot of people, especially New Orleans East, have been waiting for this. Looks like a water park, sports fields, and restaurants are planned for the abandoned Six Flags site. 30-acre outdoor sporting field, uh, even hotels, family recreation center. It's kind of cool. Man, it's been abandoned, well, since Katrina in, in 2005. Bayou Phoenix, the developing company, released some renderings for a first time. Look, looks pretty cool. An oasis, retail, dining options, pools, movie studios. It could be, it could be big for New Orleans. Giovanna Andrews said, for everyone to enjoy New Orleans like they should, not just for Mardi Gras, enjoy it all year round. Could this get more people to New Orleans? It, it, it could very well do it. She and other New Orleans who grew up in the East, who still live on the other side of the high rise, say the East needs this development. Another resident said the East calling it you know, New Orleans East, was forgotten after Hurricane Katrina. 
But the company, again, uh, trying to do this restoration, Bayou Phoenix. Troy Henry from the company says they've already, already completed the site's feasibility test, and the project is set to be completed in 2026. Looks pretty cool from the renderings. You know, it's right off the interstate. Should, should be pretty good for New Orleans. Should be. Oh, something a little bit different. Might have to go, might have to go check that out once, once that opens. Also, this morning, let's see. New Orleans Saints expected to hire former All-Pro guard Jari Evans. I was reading this on NOLA.com. But again, let me let me protect that. That is according to a source. After losing one prominent former player from their assistant coaching staff, the New Orleans Saints are bringing in another into the fold, according to a league source. Could be. Looks like they are bringing in Jari Evans to serve as their assistant offensive line coach, replacing former Saints offensive lineman Zach Streif, who was in that position. According to this story, New Orleans is expected to announce the move in the coming days. Evans worked with the team as an intern during training camp last year as part of the NFL's Bill Walsh, Bill Walsh Diversity Coaching Fellowship Program. Say that twice. He worked under offensive coach Doug Marone as well as Streif. He's familiar with it. Jari Evans had an 11-year career with the Saints. Also says here, Jari Evans, well-regarded in the Saints facility. He worked closely with right guard Cesar Ruiz during training camp last season. And Ruiz turned in, turned in the best professional season of his career in 2022. So hopefully Jari Evans can bring some knowledge, some wisdom, and, you know, be a great coach for the Saints. We're at that halfway point already. Damn, it's 831. What the hell? Again, I think it was yesterday. Or was it Friday time was passing by so quick? But you're rocking with the power hour here on the planet. You're online home for 90s and 2000s rock. Part of my morning show begins at 7 on the planet. We are a online station you can get all your favorite 90s and 2000s rock on the station listen to the planet.com app store google play search listen to the planet oh and by the way can't forget to mention the store go and get some planet swag in the store and maybe check out those ava shirts benefiting the acadiana veteran alliance military green got the black planet logo got the um american flag on the sleeve got the ava logo on the back when you purchase those shirts 100% of the proceeds will go to benefit the AVA. And I, I got to uh, get them a check coming up very, very soon. So thanks to everyone who went and purchased those shirts. If you want to support local veterans here in Acadiana, you should go and get one of those shirts. I don't think they're very expensive. I don't know, 25 bucks maybe, but very cool. Also, thanks to Motor City for powering the morning show. Jean-Paul and the crew over at 1111 North University, Lafayette, MotorCityLA.com. That is their website. Find them on social media. Always oh, got a lot going on, man. 
Uh, got a great team over there over at Motor City. Motor City's Bayou Garage is right behind or on the side of Motor City, just depending on how you look at it. But if you're looking for a new service center to get work done on your vehicle, they can handle it. And then also, we also have to say thanks to Edge Custom Tent. 110 Road 2 in Lafayette, they're our new overall sponsor of the planet. Thanks to Ronnie and Lauren. They do window tinting. Also, they do other services as well, like vinyl wraps. I saw Ronnie posted yesterday on Facebook. He was wrapping a, a hood on a truck. But they do commercial, residential, on your vehicle. Check them out. Edge Custom Tent, 110 Row 2 in Lafayette. 11 changes airlines should make according to artificial intelligence. I don't fly much, but but it inter that story interested me. It, it, was, it was interesting to me just a little bit. An AI program analyzed 400,000 customer reviews for six airlines and came up with 11 changes that would make flying more enjoyable. Number one, more flexible seating arrangements. Issues with seating were one of the most common complaints that the AI saw. Number two, self-cleaning bathrooms. Somehow automated so it can remain constantly disinfected. Yeah, I mean, that could be far away. Personalized comfort settings. So you could do things like change the height of your seat or the temperature of the air coming from your overhead vent. That's always on hot. That's, that, that's, that's either the overhead vent is warm or hot. There's really no cool or cold on that thing. <laughs> Redesign the overhead bins, maybe for more bags or bigger bags would fit. Use analytical models to optimize flight schedules so there would be fewer delays. Use AI to monitor equipment and reduce mechanical delays. More flexible booking policies like no cancellation fees and being more upfront about prices in general. Give ticketing agents more performance-based feedback and social praise to boost morale and improve customer service. Keep track of luggage by putting trackers in every suitcase. We got a story coming up on that. And if there's any issue with your baggage, you should get a text. Okay, that's, that's kind of cool too. This one, I, I'm not sure. Number 11 is speed up the TSA line by using biometrics like face recognition to ID everyone. It will be faster than showing your boarding pass and ID. Face recognition, I, I, I don't know, but we talked about this before. How much, how much freedom are you willing to give up for technology and convenience? I don't know. There's just something about that face recognition. Or maybe I'm, I'm just the weird one. Also, uh, this is a story. Someone used a tracking device himself. Man uses tracking device to find stolen luggage. It looks like there was another man wearing his clothes. Atlanta police have arrested a man accused of stealing luggage from people at the airport. Police said Craig Nelson. What wasn't there an actor named Craig Nelson arrested and charged him with theft by taking unlawful removal of baggage and criminal trespass. 
Police found him using technology left in one of the bags. Jamel Reed recalled the moment he returned back to Atlanta from Los Angeles and met the man who took his luggage. This guy, so he stole my luggage. I had about $3,000 worth of stuff in there. Damn. Dude was balling with his luggage, right? Reed said his journey started hours ago before. Wait. Reed said his journey started hours ago before. I don't know. It's written bad. It should just say before he landed. He went on to say, I'm going to baggage claim. I'm trying to look for my luggage. I'm standing there for like 30 minutes or so. I'm not seeing it. That's when Reed realized his luggage was gone, so he decided to check his tracking device. Says, eventually, I pulled my phone out, so I have an air tag in my luggage. After I'd seen that it was not in the airport, it was actually in Grady. Reed said that he, he then saw the air tag heading back to Hartsfield, Jackson. He contacted airport security, pulled out his phone, and followed the tracking device. It led him right to the suspect. That's when he confronted the thief. The silver one here, Reed says, I have a tracking device in it, and I tracked it to you. And you have my shirt on. That's insane. My shirt and my jeans. Reed said he's glad that he got his things back, but he has security concerns. He says you can literally walk in a baggage claim, like walk straight in and possibly take someone's luggage and walk out, and no one even knows. Hartsfield-Jackson International Airport said they are cooperating with Atlanta police. But dude stuck an air tag in there, which is a great idea. Even if someone doesn't steal your bag and maybe it's lost somewhere, you actually know, you personally know where it's at. The airline lies to you. Oh, man, we, we don't have any luggage like that. It could We don't know where it's at. Boom, you got it. But maybe this guy coming back to the airport with the bags, maybe he took it, went to the hotel, and then came back. I don't know, but guy got all his stuff back thanks to an air tag that he put in his luggage. And that's that's one of the things that's on here, the 11 changes airlines should make according to AI. Oh, you saw this, this, this video too here? Wanted to bring this up. This is going viral. Car goes airborne on Los Angeles freeway after tire pops off pickup truck. If you're watching this morning, check this out. It's only like 28 seconds. So there's a car. Driving down the freeway. And the truck loses a tire and then boom. Dude, that is, that's crazy. So here's this little Kia SUV. The truck loses a tire and just launches the vehicle up in the air. And it, it flips maybe once and then just kind of skirts his way back. Oh, damn. Then, then the tire comes back. And or maybe it's their tire and hits them again just for just for good measure. The accident happened Thursday on Ronald Reagan Freeway in Chatsworth, north of Los Angeles. Anoop Katra was driving behind a dark colored Kia Soul in the left lane when his her dash cam recorded the heart pounding moment, it says. Oh, we saw it. The wheel comes off the white truck. Comes into the left lane. This Kia Soul hits it and just air launches it. 
Car landed right side up. Looked like the pickup truck rolled across the freeway to the right shoulder and appeared to have came to a stop. The lady who had the dash cam told uh, Storyful, I guess that's the website, somebody was covering the story, that the driver was the only occupant of the Kia and appeared to walk away, thankfully, without significant injuries. The LAPD said there were no major injuries following the incident, according to their release. Damn, dude, crazy. The agency said the pickup truck's tire came loose. See, that's how you spell loose, L-O-O-S-E, due to what appeared to be sheared off lug nuts. Damn, dude, crazy. So you can, you can watch that video if you like, probably circulating many, many different uh, social media platforms and stuff today. The most and least stressed out states. Do you, where do you think Louisiana falls in that? And, and when I see those lists, I'm not really interested in all the entire list. I'm more interested to see, like if it's um, a list about cities or towns in Louisiana, I'll look at it and then see if you know any town or city that I know or I live in is on the list. But when I see stuff like this too, the most and least stressed out states, I got to look at it and see where Louisiana falls. It's put out by Wallet Hub, and Wallet Hub does a lot of these little lists and, and studies, but ranked every state from the most stressed out to the least. The rankings are based on 41 different factors across four different stresses, work-related, money-related, family, and health and safety. The most stressed out states, mostly in the South. Number one, Mississippi. Number two, it's us, Louisiana. Followed by New Mexico, West Virginia, Nevada, Arkansas, Alabama, Kentucky, Texas, and Oklahoma. The least stressed out states, Minnesota, Utah, New Hampshire, South Dakota, Massachusetts, Iowa, New Jersey, Connecticut, North Dakota, and Virginia. So we live in the second most stressed out state. At what age do you feel like, like you're an adult? And if you're Gen X, probably you felt like an adult earlier than what this article says here. Because when we were 18, we could just about do anything we wanted. Uh, I had maybe a month or two that I had to wait to drink because that's when they changed the law back. Or, or changed the law to 21. Um, I was 20. I think maybe I had to wait maybe a month or two. I think that happened maybe in October or November, and I turned 21 in December. You know, nowadays, with everything being 21, it's a little bit different from when we were growing up at 18. But at what, at what age did you feel like an adult? A new study shows that most people... Do not start feeling like a real adult until they are 29 years old. According to research, three milestones that most likely make you feel like an adult. So this is makes, makes you feel like officially an adult. Buying a home, having kids, and getting married. You know, in 29, I guess I would say is kind of, I think that would, be close to the average age 
I don't want to say of getting married, you know, and uh, I, I DJ a wedding reception just about every weekend. So I know the age of some of these brides and grooms. And, you know, it seems like I'm doing a lot of the 25s, 26s, uh, doing some of the late 20s as well, even, you know, some early 30s, mid to late 30s. But I, I guess 29 would be okay based on this, buying a home, having kids, getting married. Took me a while to buy a home when I was coming up. You know, rented for a little while. It was probably, um, man, over 10 years till we, uh, till we built a house. But age 29, right before you pop the big 3-0, you start feeling like a real adult. Also, Ripley's, believe it or not, trying to get its hands on the real cocaine bear. We talked a lot about Cocaine Bear, the movie. We talked a little bit about the taxidermied bear that is in Kentucky. Showed you a picture of it back then. 175-pound black bear who consumed 75 pounds of drugs. Did you watch Cocaine Bear? I mean, it's it was okay. Didn't blow anything down. I... I I don't even think, I, I know we looked at how much money it made, but I don't think that we looked at it, you know, months or weeks after, because it's been, what, a little over a month? If not more of that, it was in theaters. I wanted to see the total of what it made at the box office, because you can watch it now, you can buy it on Amazon Prime and probably a few other streaming platforms. But I guess with the movie, the current owners of Cocaine Bear in Kentucky received multiple offers. One of those offers coming from Ripley's Believe It or Not. All the offers that they've been getting, I'm sure because of the movie, have been ranging from $10,000 to $300,000. This story doesn't say exactly how much Ripley's Believe It or Not. You know, their offer put in to get Cocaine Bear, but it looks like they're, they are trying to get it. When is Major League Baseball's official opening day? It, it's this week. When is MLB opening day? 20, let's see, 20. So it's Thursday. Thursday officially is opening day. I was reading this. You know, with, with fans ready to go to the game, Major League Baseball. You know, I'm, I'm a fan of baseball. I, I don't watch it much. You got you got college games, you got UL, you got LSU, you got McNeese. You know, college has been going on for a while, spring training, all that stuff. But it's almost like basketball. There's just so many games to watch. It's not like watching a 16-17 game football season. There's a lot of games that go on. And this article talks about Price of tickets. The New York Yankees have the highest price seats in Major League Baseball. $371 each. Followed by the Dodgers, Mets, Red Sox, and Giants. The team with the lowest price opening day tickets are the Miami Marlins. Median price of $47.50. But dude, $371 each for opening day in New York to go and see the Yankees? 
But but if you're a fan, you may be willing to pay that. And I'm sure, you know, you got that $15 hot dog, you know, that $10 pretzel. You got that $12 drink, you know, the $36 beer. Prices are, are crazy to go and check out a professional game, just about in any sport. And also, if you are a, a real fanatic fan, you are a diehard fan of a sports team. Maybe it's hockey. Maybe it's football. Maybe it's basketball, baseball, whatever it is. How far are you willing to travel for a game? The average super fan would travel five hours and 48 minutes, close to six hours to see a big game. And 45% of sports fanatics and super fans have traveled out the country for a game. Always thought it would be cool to go and check out a London game, uh, go and check out a game in Mexico. You know, obviously, I check my bank account. See, I got, I got two accounts checking in a savings. And both accounts say, no, you, you can't go to London to check out the Saints game. But, dude, it would be cool as hell, dude, to go and check out a game like that. And I always want to go. Hopefully, before I kick the bucket, I go to a Saints away game. Went to a Saints preseason game in Houston. Obviously, that's not that far of a drive. Uh, this was, I don't know, man, 06, maybe? 0607, somewhere around there. Went to a preseason game in Houston. But I'd really like to go, if I had my pick, I would go to a Saints NFC South game, and my pick would be to, to first go to Tampa Bay. I think that's a cool stadium. It's outside. It's a whole different NFL game feel. Then probably second would be Carolina. But I got to try to make it to a Tampa Bay game. I looked into it last year and didn't pull the trigger on it. But I'd, I'd, I'd really like to go to a Saints away game. Have a Saints jersey on, maybe get into a little argument with, uh, uh, you know, a fun argument, not a bad argument. You know, talk a little sports smack to the Tampa Bay fans. That would be fun. A rock resurgence coming? That's going to be ushered in by U2? What? U2's trying to bring back the guitars. Let's see. Facebook user says, went to a Carolina game. The pregame feel, not at all what the Saints have. Carolina, but Carolina, I think, would be number two for me. I don't want to go hear the pirate ship and the cannons at, what is it, Raymond James Stadium? Is that still what it is in Tampa Bay? But you too, they want to bring back rock. You two guitarists, The Edge says they're going to kickstart a resurgence of guitars in mainstream music. Will we see a resurgence of rock? Not saying you two is going to do it, but do you think we have one coming up? He told Mojo Magazine that he believes the pendulum is going to start swinging in the other direction, and guitars will start becoming more popular than synths, samples, and computer-generated sounds. You think, you think that 
edges onto something. And and he's right. Music music changes and swings. You know, I remember back when I worked on Planet Radio um, in the early 2000s, man, like all that music was was considered, you know, all that rock that was coming out in the early 2000s was kind of considered pop. Those songs are on top the Billboard Hot 100 charts, not just the Billboard rock charts, the Billboard pop charts. And then, but but it it changes year after year after year. Sometimes it's it's hip hop. You know, after it went from rock, it it went to hip hop. When you started seeing the Ushers and the, and the Little Johns and and like you know all that group of music, then it could turn pop for a little while, country for a little while. It just it all comes in waves and swings. And is it time, or will it be time that that rock makes a comeback? Kind of feels that way. I was talking with Seth from the Loud Hour, and and he also gets that feeling a bit. Uh, he feels that rock is kind of back here in in South Louisiana in Acadiana. A lot of people supporting shows. A lot of shows coming here. But the Edge went on to say, "There's been a drift away from the instrument in recent years, but Fender is selling more guitars than ever before." Bono recently said the next U2 album will be noisy, uncompromising, and unreasonable guitar album. Edge also adds, quote, we are turning the amps on. The rock we all grew up with as 16 and 17-year-olds, the kind of power is something we love to connect back into. Will U2 be the band to do it? See, Facebook user music revolves in seven-year cycles, according to music historians. Yep. I have to kind of agree with that. Not sure if it, you know, I, 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 I mean, it, it, I'm not saying you're wrong. Music historians, that's great. I'm not, I'm not saying you're wrong. I would have guessed a little bit shorter than that. I'd have guessed maybe three, four years, where it just kind of starts swinging back, different waves start coming in of, of different music genres and going out. We'll, we'll see what happens, though. We'll see if, if that's what it is. Um, wanted to share this with you. Most popular cocktails. This is not a big, long story. If you had a cocktail, what, uh, like, what's your go-to? For me, it's just bourbon um, on ice. Sometimes if I remember to do my big, fancy uh, ice balls, or grab my big fancy ice balls. I, I that's funny to say, huh? Sometimes I grab my big fancy ice balls and I put them in my in my glass and drink bourbon with them. You ever had some nice big old ice balls? They're good. They don't um, melt in your bourbon as quick as just putting the regular ice in your glass. Get you some big old ice balls. Um. Most popular cocktails right now, though, the bourbon old-fashioned, espresso martini. Man, you got to watch the, the espresso martini because that's made with, like, coffee, right? The espresso, like, you're, 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 um, you're, you're drunk from the martini, and then you're wired up from the espresso. Also, the Manhattan, the White Russian, and the Dirty Martini rounds out the top five most popular cocktails right now. Secret crush at the office. 37% of women say they 
have had a crush on a coworker? <gasps> and what about this? I never really thought about this. And I read this this morning. And I guess it happens. But it's from How to Get Married Again by Jill Curtis. And pretty much paraphrased into this. If you were once the mistress, but you are now the wife, should you worry that your new husband will cheat on you? While there are no statistics on how many men who marry their mistresses go on to cheat again, the chances are that, yes, he will. Marriage counselors say that you should be careful and keep in mind that the number of second marriages that end in divorce is even higher than the 50% of first marriages that fail. So if you're the side piece and then you get married to the dude, got to watch out. He might have another side piece. And again, I mean, you have to go in thinking about that. Like, damn, I was the side piece. Now either I got I, I to gotta get with the program or he's going to get another side piece and I'm gone. If you got a rich one, sign a prenup. That way, if he gets rid of you, you can you can uh, you know get a little something out of the deal. You know, everybody wants to get a little something out of the deal. But coming into the uh, end, or coming up to the end of the Power Hour here on the planet, your online home for '90s and 2000s rock. Boy, I had a busy couple weeks. Got a lot happening in the next in the next few days. Uh, Facebook user says Eskimos have fancy ice balls. Yep. But, man, got a lot coming up. Uh, getting closer to getting into my new studio. Uh, hoping to share some pics of that with you. Uh, maybe a video of that with you. Uh, it's been a lot of what I've been doing, like, at, at nighttime for the past couple weeks. Trying to get that ready to go. But uh, got a lot happening. You, you, you're going you're gonna to want to stay close. Got a lot happening. Um, and and I'll, I'll fill you in as the coming days happen. Here on the planet. Again, listen to theplanet.com. Maybe you're listening on the website, App Store, Google Play, search, listen to the planet, gonna see that logo. And you can download the app, put it for free on your phone. Uh, iHeart, tune in radio, search, listen to the planet. So maybe you listen to, or you consume music that way on iHeart or tune in radio, just search. And you can listen. And then Alexa, enable the planet online skill. Got to ask Alexa to do that. Then you say, Alexa, play the planet online. So enjoy the rest of your day today. Hopefully it's going to dry out a bit. I think that rain is, is pretty much out of the area. In fact, let me check my AccuWeather app. And let's see. Let's see what's up. Radar. Radar. Yeah, there's still some showers towards the maybe north Opelousas area. Uh, and then east of Lafayette into Baton Rouge, but a lot of that moving out the way doesn't look like anything else is coming in, but it's going to get a little bit cooler. So enjoy the rest of your Tuesday. I will see you tomorrow morning, 7 o'clock on the planet, and then 8 o'clock here on the Power Hour. Have a great one.